You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. And now, a special bonus episode. Because it's rough, you know? I mean, these things, you know, I mean, in some ways, there's nothing that's worse than having your hopes dashed by a movie that sucks with a franchise that you love, you know? Are you ready for this? I was holding off until Rambo did it, until he watched it, but we're going to do it because this is a perfect segue with what Yuli just talked about. Let's talk about a movie that set expectations and then completely (laughs) dashed them to shit. That movie is none other than the man who killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. Let me tell you about this piece of shit. Spoilers. <laughs> we we talked about... No, there's no spoiler. No, fuck spoilers. <laughs> you need to listen to this, okay? Because you need to not waste your time like MC and I did with this movie, okay? So, <laughs> so first off, it's Sam Elliott, right? So Sam Elliott is just Sam Elliott. He's awesome, right? Like, he's got that great old man voice. He's got that great, like, old Western style voice. It's just fantastic. And the beginning concepts of this movie are, are fantastic, so basically, he's like this awesome, like deep cover spy sent to find and kill Hitler. And he accomplishes his mission. Like he goes into this like German castle, like while he's dressed as a Nazi, walk walks in, like basically assembles this gun out of like all these weird little parts and stuff like a canteen and a flask and like a belt. And like he like basically puts together a gun, walks into the room, sees Hitler right there, pops him in the chest. And then Hitler's kind of like, <gasps> Like gasping for rest, and then he pops him in the forehead, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" But like on top of that, he added a layer of depth to this too, because you could see that him killing a man cold blood like this was not easy for him. He's not just this like heartless killer that they make so many action movie heroes out to be. He had a heart. He actually didn't want to kill another human being, which was admirable for this movie. I was very, I was very impressed with this concept that they had and it's flashing back because it's set in the, in the late eighties. Right. So he's having these flashbacks to this and he's just living his life in his old town with his dog and he's eating breakfast and shit going to get his haircut. And all of a sudden two FBI agents show up to his house, right? One of them is Ron Livingston, the guy from office space. And They're like, hey, we know who you are. We know that you're the man who killed Hitler. And he's like, okay, fucking great. What what, what the hell do you want from me? I'm like, 80. Leave me alone. And they're like, we need your help because there is... I'm sure you've heard the stories about this uh, serial killer in Canada. Well, it's not a serial killer. It's actually the Bigfoot. And like... At this point, if you're when you're watching the movie, you're kind of like, what the fuck just ha- what the Bigfoot's a serial killer. OK, and they start explaining it. it. Apparently, the Bigfoot is like this dirty, nasty, filthy monster. And it carries like this weird like influenza virus that's infecting people and killing everyone. And there's only like one percent of the population that's immune to this influenza virus. And I'll get, just guess, just guess for a second who happens to be part of the one percent that's uh that is immune from the infl uh, the infection of the influenza virus sam elliott exactly. <laughs> on top on top of that you know how they know this because apparently they have a vial of blood from the 1940s that they've kept that by the way didn't degrade in any way shape or form and they know for a fact that he, he's like 
like I, I feel like blood would break down after 40 years in a refrigerator. Wouldn't you guys like <laughs> I feel like this is something that you can't keep on like you just can't keep forever. It's not like a wine. It doesn't like get better with age. Like I feel like it's going to break down eventually. But they're like, oh, we know for a fact that you're immune to the, the Bigfoot thing. That's kind of ridiculous. But then Sam Elliott has this line that is so fucking amazing. And he talks about how. Because Ron Livingston is basically like my grandfather used to tell me stories about this amazing man who killed um, Hitler. And he goes off on this tangent where he's just like, listen, I'm not a hero. He's like, I killed a man, but the monster lived on. There were four other Hitlers by the time the Russians got to Berlin. Project Valkyrie, that was a success. They killed the second one. The last one was a coward and a womanizer, but a coward first. Shot himself in a bunker. Why do you think he had that little mustache and the hair and the uniform? It was all a costume, a plan. In the end, the war was won by heroes, not by me. It's not anything like your comic book you're looking for. Are you happy now? So he basically breaks down that Hitler was never, it didn't matter who the person was. It was this monster that they created. And they had killed him multiple times over, but it didn't matter because they just had another stand-in actor. And I'm watching this shit and my jaw drops and I'm just like, this is incredible. Wow. And MC, then what happens after that? Oh, I've forgotten a lot of this movie. I'm I'm not the person right now. No, no, because <laughs> that that's the point right there. Oh, that's exactly the point. Yeah, is you don't remember. You want to know why you don't remember? Because the rest of the movie is is just a giant flaming turd. It was the worst movie I've ever seen because it started off great and then it's just like fuck. We ran out of money. What are we gonna do? Let's get the I'm, shittiest. Uh, yeah. Oh, they 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 kept the money for one particular scene in the woods. That's probably where the rest of the where the rest of the money went to. Just that part. Oh, the fight scene. Like, yeah, the fight. Jesus Christ. So he gets in the woods, right? Like he goes to Canada, and they have this ridiculous scene where everybody's in those like biohazard suits, like in um, like an outbreak. Except for Sam Elliott, because he's immune, so, you know, fuck it, he can just walk around. And they have this armory. Like, it has, like, every fucking weapon you could ever imagine. First off, how'd they get all these weapons? Secondly, why are they in Canada? Thirdly, why are they all, like, hidden in this, like, biodome that they've created? Fucking whatever. Just for Sam Elliott? Okay. And he picks, like, the oldest rifle you could possibly imagine in a Bowie knife, and that's it. And you're like, uh, uh, okay, that's all. You have all these other weapons. You can take those, too. Nah, just a rifle and a Bowie knife. I'm good. And, like... <laughs> He goes into the woods, right? And in the, in the first five minutes of him being in the woods, he he headshots. He fucking nails Bigfoot right in the goddamn dome. And you're like, well, that was quick. No, it turns out Bigfoot has a bulletproof dome and just rolls off into the woods. So Sam Elliott goes to try to find him. He climbs up a fucking mountain, finds Bigfoot laying at the top of the mountain ready to die, right? And he's like, poor little Bigfoot. And he like pats him on his head. And he's like, you were just a pawn in all this, yada, yada, yada. And then, like, he goes to make him a funeral pyre, right? He's going to give him a Viking funeral. He goes to light this Bigfoot on fire. That fucking thing wakes up and punches him in the face and runs off into the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, but but it gets so much worse because you finally get to see what the Bigfoot looks like. It's the worst fucking costume you've ever seen in your life, right? So, like, remember that live action Jim Carrey, uh, uh, the Grinch Who Stole Christmas movie? Imagine, imagine that costume. Only it's only it's brown as the green, and it's missing like half of the hair. So it's just the shittiest costume you've ever seen, right? And like the the face on this thing is the stupidest face you've ever seen. Like it doesn't look anything like a, like a 
like a mammal. It looks like I don't even know how to describe it. It has these big, weird, reflective eyes like a fucking moth would. It's just it's weird. And the fight scene in the woods is the most ridiculous fight scene ever. So they're punching each other and fighting each other. And he's shooting this damn thing. And like the Bigfoot's got him down on the ground. And the Bigfoot breaks his arm. Right. And Sam Elliott pulls out his Bowie knife and stabs this fucking thing in the chest like nine times. And then it pukes on him it pukes <laughs> repeatedly. Like it just keeps puking on him. And like, I'm watching this shit and I'm just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm saying this out loud. Like while I'm watching this movie. <laughs> Oh, but he gets bitter because Bigfoot pulls his fucking ear off. He pulls his yep. ear off. So he finally kills Bigfoot because Bigfoot like staggers back over to the same that he was going to do the funeral pyre. And then Sam Elliott just doesn't even ask any questions this time and just fucking blows his brains out. Like, and they're both laying there. Like you figure that Sam Elliott's dead and they have this like funeral for him right back in his hometown. And it turns out the guy that he went to go get his haircut from was his brother because they never fucking just explained that. It was just like, oh, by the way, that's his brother. And you're like, wait, what? why didn't they? What? And it turns out that his love interest that you were seeing in the flashbacks, she died. They never explained why she died. They never explained how she died. She's just dead. Yeah, we she's don't just know dead. Why. <laughs> yeah, she, like there was there was no explanation whatsoever. And then like his brother's like, well, I'm sad because my brother died. I'm gonna go fishing in the woods, right? He goes fishing in the woods and fucking who shows up? Sam Elliott. He's like, hey, boy. Oh, I thought not- you were gonna say Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I killed your brother. Now I'm here to kill you too. That would have been more exciting, actually. <laughs> fucking Sam Elliott's there. He's like a fake moan death. It was just like it was. It was so bad, and like there were so many like cheap, shitty like movie tropes that they did. Like at one point in the movie, he's got this box, right? You don't know what's in the box. It's just something. Something's in the box that's important to him, right? So when his brother faked his death. And buries him, like, in a coffin. He puts this box in the coffin, right? And Sam Elliott goes back to his house. Mind you, after he faked his own death, just walking through town, anybody can fucking see him, but he's yeah. supposed to be dead. All right, it's, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head, right? <laughs> 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 oh, what's in the box? <laughs> box, Bigfoot! <laughs> Oh, but it gets it gets so much worse, right? So we don't know what the fuck is going on with this box, right? So Sam Elliott, again, just walking around town, no big deal. He he walks from his house, mind you, and he's like eighty, so he's, he doesn't get get around very well. Plus, he just had his arm broken, his ear ripped off, and he got the shit beat out of him by Bigfoot. So he's not getting around. And he got puked on too. <laughs> A lot of puke. He's walking from his house to. The graveyard with a fucking shovel over his over his shoulder, just you know, you know, just whistling down the street like like a like a fucking asshole. He gets to his own gets to his own grave, digs up his own grave. Nobody says shit to him, mind you. He's eighty with a broken arm and a missing ear, and he digs it up in like ten seconds, like it's no big deal. Just like I'm Sam Elliott and I have superpowers. Just digs this shit up, right? Opens it up. Gets his little box out of there, walks down the street, opens the box. We never fucking see what's inside the box. And they close the goddamn movie like that. I was so mad. <laughs> well, I have looked this thing up on IMDb. And I have to tell you, what I am most disappointed about is that apparently the legendary special effects producer Doug Trumbull is an executive producer of this movie. So I am extremely disappointed Doug, that you Doug Trumbull... Is associated with this movie. 
You is know? there any chance this was meant to be a dark comedy the whole time? No. And you Steve, just don't Steve, get it. <laughs> Steve, it is listed as an is that what it was? I just didn't drama get it. sci-fi. <laughs> comedy is nowhere in this thing. Adventure, drama, sci-fi. It should be sci-fi. listed as a tragedy. Yeah, it was <laughs> It should be listed as, is there a category for waste of goddamn time? <laughs> It was so I was so mad because if you go back into the annals of GGR Pirate Radio, right? We talked about this movie because we saw the previews. And the previews look fucking dope. It was like, wow, this is so weird, but it might be amazing. And we all wanted to see it, but it was like limited release. And you couldn't find it in any theaters, which made Not me think either. Yeah. Which made me think that this movie was like artsy and like uh, no, that means it sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was, and it finally came out on Hulu, and I lost my shit, and I was like, Rambo, Rambo, you gotta watch this movie with me. It's like, all right, get around to it. And I messaged MC, I was like, you gotta get, you gotta watch this movie, right? But I, I, I wish I had warned MC first because I kind of slow rolled him because yeah. I gave him this, and I, I was home all day, and I was, he was watching the movie, and we were cut, like talking as he was watching it. I was waiting for things to happen as they happen, and he was just like, wait, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> It was just, oh my god. It Which was, is literally the only thing you can have after when you get to the second half of that movie. It's just that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... You think of a YouTube um, man who killed Hitler Bigfoot puking scene. I'll get on some kind of list somewhere. If <laughs> <laughs> you look it up. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. I'm, do, I'm doing this. it anyway. The man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. It was, I think it's just the man who killed Hitler and... And the Bigfoot. No, no, it's uh, the title of the movie. And I'm looking at this shit. The man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> and then 45 years yeah. later, the Bigfoot. And it was fucking, <laughs> and it was fucking stupid. <laughs> like That should be like in parentheses oh too right there. You know, like, let me see if I can find it. the man who killed a uh, fight scene. Let's see. Fight scene. Let's see if we can find it on here. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so disappointed in a movie in my entire life. <laughs> I've and I've seen some bad movies. Like I've never been this disappointed. I went and saw Wild Wild West in the movie theaters. I was less disappointed by Wild Wild West than I was by this movie. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could have told you that. Yeah. yeah all right. So uh, so I, I I but all right. And I, all this sprang from the whole notion of being disappointed by a movie. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was thinking more in terms of a, a franchise or a particular character. I got you. Or, uh, you know, something with which you had some familiarity, you know, <laughs> where, um, you know, somehow the filmmakers let you down, uh, you know, as I mean, because this was something unknown, you know. I mean, I might have had some hopes based on, Doug Trumbull being associated with it. I mean, you know, he really now, you know, Doug Trumbull is a freaking effects genius. He worked on 2001, um, also uh, worked on uh, Star Trek, the motion picture, uh, you know, actually established uh, a lot of the special effects techniques that are used today. And he was like one of the go to guys. In fact, he would have worked on Star Wars but for the fact that he was already uh, booked on something at the time, and so couldn't do it, they had uh, you know John Dykstra, I think, who took the the lead on that. But um, 
Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was going in another direction. You know, more of a, uh, I don't know, the Phantom Menace type of thing, where you're like, oh, jeepers, you know, it's. I thought it was going to be this, and then it turned out to be that. You know. Yeah, it was. No, it was. <sighs> it was just bad. It was so bad, and it was. It was so bad. Oh, Steve. Steve, I found I found a a still image of the Bigfoot puking on Sam Elliott. <laughs> put it in the put it in the chat. Put it in the <laughs> chat. Hang on a second. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, uh, uh. Why oh, am I, I looking this we, up? Yeah, because I, I, I really want to I, I, I really want to get this reaction in real time. <laughs> I want to get. I want to make this the picture on my phone when you call. Uh. <laughs> uh. What the fuck? Oh my god! All right, let me let me add an image. I'm gonna Photoshop your head over Sam Elliott's head, <laughs> and every time right. you call or text me, this is what I'm gonna see. All right, Steve. There it is. Oh, that's not what I was expecting at all. I was expecting <laughs> like a big torrent of it. This is actually grosser because it yeah, almost like looks squirting like squirting it in him. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a stream of pee. <laughs> like it's it's very it's you can tell it's forceful, but there isn't a lot of it, and that makes it worse somehow. Well, I'm sure there was more at some point. This might have been the beginning of it. There it is. This is like the last trickle because he's already puked up like his entire like contents of his stomach. Well, how come there's no puke on his face and all this? I mean, you know, he ought to be drenched in puke, you know? Let me see if I can like, I wonder if it's still on Hulu because like I'm if it's still on Hulu, I'm going to find the exact moment when it happens and I'll be like, just skip to like hour, like one hour and 14 minutes because this is when this shit happens. Oh, oh, I won't be watching this movie. (laughs) No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Please, please heed my warning. I kind of want to watch it more. Now that you've made this horrible description of it. Hey, Steve, Steve, it's still on Hulu. You are loyal to a fault, man. I admire that. (laughs) One of my best friends, man. That could be a movie. The loyalty of Steve Monarch. Hey, hey, let's not let's not discount the loyalty of MC Brooks here, too, because he went through this shitstorm, too, because I'm pretty sure I warned him. I was like, hey, it's. Quote dot dot dot. Yeah, I, I should have listened. <laughs> <laughs> I should I should have literally did anything else with my afternoon. Yeah, you literally could have gone <laughs> to the DMV and waited to get your license renewed, and it would have been less painful than watching this piece of shit. Like, you need to watch it because again, like that's the funny thing is I've never watched a movie that had such a good start and fell the fuck apart like this. I've ne- I never never in the, the in the village. Oh yeah, the village. Yeah, okay, all right, that's a good point. Um. This one was like it, it. I was like, man, this is a really deep concept that this guy is haunted by what he did, and some people see him as a hero. And he's like, I didn't do shit because it was completely worthless. It, it didn't even stop the war. The war went on for another three years because this sack of shit was basically just like a a, a caricature. He wasn't actually a person, and like. It really gets into some really deep concepts there. And then they were like, hey, you know what? That idea that we had was really cool, but fuck that. Let's have a monster puke on somebody. And like everybody, everybody in the room was like, fuck it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. Even Sam Elliott was like, hell yeah, I want to get puked on. Like, (laughs) it's just like you picked the right guy. I'm into that. (laughs) You know, you know, if I'd have known. Steve, you said you needed to do an impersonation, man. That Sam Elliott was just. It was all right. (laughs) <laughs> you guys. You guys. 
And I tell you what, if, if this if is the I last know... episode Yuli's gonna be on, he's done with us. <laughs> no, look, I mean, if, if, if I'd have known that this is the direction you all wanted to go in, because I saw that um, Valerie Harper, who played Rhoda on Mary Tyler Moore, passed away today, yeah. and I would have mentioned that because to me that's way more significant. Oh, Valerie Harper, Rhoda Morgenstern passed away, you know, and instead. We spent like 15 minutes talking about the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yeah, I don't know how you didn't see that coming. I mean, obviously, everyone knows when you talk about Rise of Skywalker, it's naturally going to lead right into the man who killed Hitler and then (laughs) the 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 Bigfoot. Bigfoot. (laughs) It's a natural segue from one to the other. It really comes down to it was just an excuse for me to rant for a while because... Like, you can ask MC. Like, I've been itching to talk about this forever. Like, it's... <laughs> oh, my God. It's It was... For the most part, when I do reviews of things, when I do movie reviews and TV show reviews and things like that, it's always because it's like, man, I really like this. So it's very outside of my scope to even talk about things that I that I genuinely and, and you're still going like. on with it. I just told you yeah. Valerie Harper died, <laughs> and you're still talking yeah. about this. He's like, yeah, yeah, but anyway, so this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like fucking uh, inexplicable, dude. Valerie Harper died. <laughs> Mike was seriously affected by this film. I was. I was very, very mad. None of you guys have had this on a visceral level. He's like, I. I can't, I oh. mean, this is, this is his therapy session for this yes, film. Exactly. None of you guys have had a movie like that, that you were so excited about. And then you finally saw it and you were like, what a pile of dog shit that was. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Uh, the invisible chronicle. Oh, chronicle. Yeah. That one was bad. You know, it was I, like, Hey, can we, can we, you know, make Dragon Ball Z with regular ass teenagers? Yeah, sure. <laughs> regular ass teenagers. I don't know. I guess at 56, I've had to learn to let some shit go. You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> man, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, I'd have been more angry. It's, I mean, I do remember being more angry about stuff 20 years ago, but now it's like, you know what? Uh, that's All right. Yuli, since you were kind, since you were kind enough to listen to my rant about this horrible fucking movie, let's give, give you your due here. Um, tell us about Rhoda. Tell us about Valerie Harper. I, I know I remember her from Rhoda. I remember watching that as a kid. I I never really watched the Mary Tyler Moore show. It was before my time. But she, I mean, she was an actress of note. I mean, she ended up getting her own show that had at least a few seasons here. So tell us a little bit about uh, Valerie Harper, and then we'll we'll go ahead and uh, yeah. pay our respects, and we'll uh, we'll close up shop here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you know, of course, she was huge on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Mary Tyler Moore was. Uh, that well, was hell was one of the biggest shows on TV at the time, and uh, you know she the character Rhoda Morgenstern that she played was uh, you know Mary's best friend, and uh, she went on as you mentioned uh, to uh, be the star of the spinoff series Rhoda, which regrettably took a whole different direction and uh you know they got rhoda married and you know it was just they should have kept her single career woman in new york it was just it didn't work out but anyway um regrettably uh valerie harper had been diagnosed with lung and brain cancer back in 2009 and uh you know she she hung on um you know but it was very uh, it was very difficult uh, she was in a, a long and uh, tough fight but uh, she, apparently she won four Emmy Awards 
uh, for these shows, Mary Tyler Moore and uh, Rhoda, and had been a star on the stage and on the big screen. Um, she was 80 years old. And, uh, you know, I mean, that role as uh, Rhoda was a kind of groundbreaking role for her. So anyway, but uh, she she finally succumbed after having battled, uh, you know, brain cancer uh, for and lung cancer uh, for 10 years. Wow. No, but very sad. Yeah, very sad. no, absolutely. I mean, and just cancer is just fucking awful. Just it's, but the fact that she lived it to eighty, it was just. I mean, it's one of those things too that like I've been watching a lot of old TV lately. I've been watching um, like the Golden Girls, for instance, and it makes me appreciate the old sensibilities of television. So. Um, we talked about this on a prior episode where I was saying that uh, the Golden Girls was just freaking hilarious. Like one of, mm -hmm. in, in my opinion, like one of the best shows um, of its time. But they were of a different mindset, it, like the way things were done. They don't do TV shows like that anymore. And bring kind of tying this together with Mary Tyler Moore um, and Rhoda, I didn't realize how much of a like. There was apparently there was a huge feud between um, between um, between Betty White and B. Arthur because oh. they were of two different mindsets of how television should be done. Um, Betty White was from the Mary Tyler Moore show, very like open and loose and let's have fun and let's all work together, that sort of thing. And B. Arthur from the Norman Mailer um, all in the family kind of kind of sensibilities where it's like these serious, more serious characters and they just they butted heads and i didn't realize that they they like hated each other so much and it makes me miss that old because like they were still professionals you never would have known like it did not come out in the tabloids it didn't come out on social media there was a certain like elegance to television and to media before and now it's like everybody knows everybody hates this person and everybody knows that this person hates this person and it's just like there's there's no mystery anymore to it there's there's no it, it, I mean, it kind of comes with reality TV because now that's that's what people want. They, they want the ratings from things like that. So it's things like Rhoda. I mean, it's it's sad to see her go because it means that this old generation of television is is slowly but surely eroding. And I feel like people are just going to forget about it. And it sucks. Well, fortunately, as long as you have stuff like me TV and um, gosh, what's the other one uh, where they show all those old uh, TV shows all the time? Um, Nick at night. Uh, well, that that's one of them. That wasn't uh, that wasn't the one that I was thinking of, though. Um, oh, Antenna TV is the one I was thinking. Oh, of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. But even yeah, even Nick at Night. That's a perfect example. I mean, Nick at Night. That's where I watched Rhoda when I was a kid. Was on Nick at Night. So I mean, like they're they're reintroducing these things, but I feel like old, the younger generations just don't care. And I mean, it's it is what it is. But like, it, I almost wish they would do more. Because um, Netflix did it, and I don't think it's going to be on Netflix again. I think they're going to be finding their own. Um, they have to find a new station to to do it on or a new uh, outlet. But they did a remake of One Day at a Time, and it's done as mm. instead of like the old style that they did it before. They're a Hispanic family. They're a Cuban family, and it's uh, the daughter is actually uh, she's gay. Um, the mother, it turns out that she's not actually a legal citizen in the United States. So like they do, there's, and like the, the, the mother, like the, the main character, um, is a, uh, army veteran. 
and she deals with things like PTSD and things like that. And it's just like it's a very updated version of what you saw before. And maybe they need to do more of this. And the fact that Rita Moreno plays the grandmother is fantastic. So like it's maybe that's what they need to do is start like rehashing these old shows with some modern sensibilities just to get people to appreciate them again. Hmm. Well, that's something, you know, I mean, I, I, but you know, all that, and I, I understand what you're saying in terms of, um, uh, these old television shows having a certain, uh, flavor that modern television doesn't, you know, I mean, I wasn't a viewer of the golden girls, but from what I've heard about that show, um, it was, uh, actually shockingly progressive, uh, yeah. you know, even, you know, for, based on what it was, you know, I mean, you got these three older women, sorry, four older women, you know, living together, but some of the subject matter, uh, with which they dealt on that show was, um, really, like I said, very progressive and, um, and meaningful to audiences. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think, uh, today, um, you know, not so much. I mean, you know, we've got, you know, there's more reality television and, you know, television that, uh, you know, that lacks a certain degree of substance, uh, you know, more so than, you know, where uh, producers are trying to, um, trying to, to provide something, uh, something good and high quality uh, for audiences. I think that People have recognized, you know, producers of uh, television in particular have recognized that they don't have to produce anything of quality to get people to watch. Yeah, it's it is what it is. It just makes me feel old every time I say it. I'm like, ah, TV's not like it used to be. And like, it's (laughs) yeah, yeah. But at the same time, too, I don't want to just accept all the things that we're seeing now. Um, we'll save all of this for another t- topic. I mean, we've gone way, way over what we normally do for an episode here of GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, so because of that damn the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. <laughs> ruining our lives once again. I don't think you understand how bad it was. So that's why I needed to tell everybody. Because that's a warning. My rant, my 10-minute rant there was a warning for all of you out there listening. And for those on this podcast to not waste your time with this and and learn from my mistake and MC's mistake not to watch this movie or if you're like Steve and you're and and you wish to bring this upon yourself so that you can see the Bigfoot puking on Sam Elliott then please be my guest and then we can talk about it and have a therapy session um I'm really worried I'm gonna watch that tonight and like it I'm real concerned about it. I think it's going to be one of those movies. It's going to be one of those mystery science theater 3000 movies that like, it's going to be one of those movies that's so bad. It's good. Like you, you have to watch it just to see how fucking shitty it was. Like you, you have to really truly appreciate how bad like killer clowns from outer space only not, you know, not intent. That was intentionally funny. This one's not, this one's just funny because it's fucking horrible. But yeah, like that. What was the what was the one um, the the disaster artist that was based off of the room Titanic? That one, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I've never been one of those people that watches movies like they're supposed to be purposely bad. But yeah, I just um, maybe we should try to get Sam Elliott on the on the show and be like, dude, what happened? <laughs> hey, he was trying to get a check. I guarantee you that money is spent. <laughs> he's, got, he's got he's got his check oh, in hand boy. and he's like he's like weighing his options. He's like, so you're saying I gotta get puked on to get this check? <laughs> that was probably like oh actually no, that was a close up. I was gonna say that was his stunt double. 
You're saying you well, can't use the stunt double for the scene. I have to get puked on. Well, it wasn't like actual puke. I mean, it was probably like <laughs> soup or some shit like that. I don't know. Maybe Sam Elliott's real method. We don't know. I need to kill a man that looks like Hitler. <laughs> he actually says to the guy, he doesn't call him by the actor's name. He calls him Bigfoot. Listen, Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm going to need you to puke on me for real, okay? <laughs> I'm back to my trailer. Fuck <laughs> 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 you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website greatgeekrefuge.com for more podcasts and our awesome articles. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!